Why, hello, friends. I noticed you there. This is not the second time we're doing this. This is the first time. I didn't mess up at all. Mm. Welcome to Respawn Aim Fire. This is a RAF Reviews for Horizon Forbidden West. We're here to talk all about it. I'm your host, Adam Gumbert, and I have a good special friend with me, Jake. Tell me all about you. I've never heard it before. Hey, it's me. I'm Jake. Uh, I know Adam from uh, we play Dungeons and Dragons together every Tuesday on uh, now on Twitch.tv slash Misfit Rolls. We play in the Isle of Misfit Rolls uh, podcast and now video streaming D&D game. And uh, we've done some other games content and stuff together occasionally. We reviewed a couple games and did an uh, Xbox show for a while. And, uh, and now we're here to uh, talk about Horizon. Very good. Yes, everyone follow Jake. He tweets about the Knicks and then talks about D&D. The Birdman 5-3. Birdman with a U. Um, yeah, I, I lament the, the state of the Knicks frequently. Um, uh, but but they're never far away from oh, my heart. Look at that. Keep them on the wrist at all times. Keep them on the keep them on the pins right below the desk here. You know, they're never far away from anything I'm involved in. But uh, but yeah, outside of that, I, I you know tweeting about professional wrestling happenings, mainly mm. AEW and New Japan when I can catch it, and then uh, you know. Just doom scrolling my life away. Oh, that's that's real life, ain't it? <laughs> it's rough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we're here for. Exactly. Well, thanks for joining me, Jake. We'll talk about Horizons Forbidden West. We, uh, we're reviewing the game. First of all, I'll go ahead and put it at the top. Neither one of us have beaten the game, but we both put a good amount of time into it. Me a little more than Jake. Um, I mean, I know what happens because I look up spoilers because I don't, I don't care at all. Uh, but, Fool. So you don't have to worry about like full story spoilers at all here we will get in some gameplay stuff and, and all that but just at the top i'll let you know when we're going to get more loosey-goosey with it but nothing too crazy here uh, a lot of video games coming out so i'm gonna start off with some info on horizon forbidden west Ooh, and guess what the game's only been out a week there's not a lot um <laughs> horizon forbidden west received generally generally favorable reviews um on metacritic critics disagreed about the impact of the expanded skill of the game's map story and missions Currently sits on an 80 on a Metacritic. Good, very good score. People are like, oh, it's bigger, that's good. And some people are like, it's bigger, that's bad, it's bloat. You know, people got open world fatigue. Um, but mostly positive overall. Um, sales, not a lot. The only thing you can really find is, I kind of don't like these reports, like UK box sales. Because that's the only people who report. I'm like, that means absolutely nothing. It's like one country. It's one country's physical sales. That means nothing to me. That's not... An aggregate for anything at all. Uh, Not super accurate, yeah. No. The one sales thing we do have is that the game is the second biggest PS5 launch so far uh, behind Spider-Man Miles Morales and just ahead of FIFA 22. So we do know that it has a very, very good launch in comparison to everything that has been on PS5. Um, like Spider-Man, Horizon was released on both PS4 and PS5, so I'm sure that helped bump up the numbers. But regardless... It's the second best, or second uh, biggest launch on this console generation for PlayStation. So, that's basically all there is, because, again, game just came out. We don't have a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff yet. Um, it is from Guerrilla Games, the people who made Killzone and then the first Horizon. Um, there's a sequel, five years later, released exactly a week before another big game came out. Those guys are having really good luck with that, but we're not here to talk about Elden Ring. We're not here to talk about Breath of the Wild. 
We're here to talk about Horizon. So, real quick, Jake, give me your top level thoughts on the game. Just like a real quick, if like you were tweeting it out, you know, like should do you think it's uh, worth buying? Uh, how good is it? Uh, how do you feel it compares to other open world games or even the first Horizon? Just like if you had to tweet somebody about it, what would you think about this game? Mm. So, if it was on Twitter, then you know everyone's looking for hot takes, right? And I would say that for the second launch in a row, Horizon is getting overshadowed by an inferior game. It is better than Breath of the Wild. I I haven't played Elden Ring, but I've played Souls games, and if I had to venture a guess, it's probably better than Elden Ring. Um, So, I'm just starting out hot. Uh, so that would be, if I had to tweet it, if that's what you're saying, if I mm-hmm. had to have like a real discussion with a friend of mine about games, mm-hmm. then I'm like, yeah, it's good. Uh, and I would probably buy it. I didn't. I have Gamefly, so I, I'm playing it uh, for $17 a month right now until I beat it. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it seems like, hey, did you like that thing we made last time that everyone seemed to like? Do you want to do that again? Uh, here. Here's that, um, and I'm not mad at it so far. And I am I, due to technical difficulties, my PlayStation Five and it being completely out of commission for a couple of days. I just got it back up and running like hours before uh, we recorded this, and it's been re-downloading all of my games ever since. So I haven't mm-hmm. touched it today. I am not as far as I wanted to be. Um, so a lot of it is still very surface level and kind of getting back the equipment and the abilities that you kind of are already familiar with from with the fir- from the first game. So it feels that that so far feels very samey to me. So understand that may be a, a not good impression cuz it might get very different later on or they might expand on a lot of stuff, but I just haven't gotten that far to see for myself. Um but so far it's it's just putting you back into the world and kind of reminding you how everything works without having to do like the God of War to, like, steal all your powers away. Now you have to earn them back. It's just like, no, 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 you're still talented. It's just, you, you know, you're you're building back up to things. But um, I'm, I'm digging it. Okay. Let's put a pin in that um, specific mm-hmm. about, like, rebuilding and whatever. Oh, sure. That'll be part of it. Remind me when we get to the quote-unquote spoiler part. Because that's I do have thoughts about that part of the game. Uh, for me, top level, like, again, yeah. Did you like the first one? So I actually played Zero Dawn for the second time, like early, like when it came to PC. Um, so I've only played it in like the last year and I was trying to beat it before this one came out. Couldn't finish. Not that I couldn't, finish, I didn't want to finish it. Uh, because I do think zero Dawn's very good, but it feels like an open world game for 2017, not a knock on it. It was like, Oh yeah, but this open world games have kind of moved past this. Um, there's very specific things in that game that kind of carry over to this one that kind of don't that I was like, you know what? I'll just wait for the new one. Forget it. Um, I will definitely say, I do think it's a good game. Again, if you like open world games, I think you'll enjoy it. It's probably one of the prettiest games that I've seen on these next gen consoles. Oh boy. Uh, I guess real quick, did you play in uh resolution or frame rate mode? Uh, res. Absolutely. Resolution. Only would have played this game. I, I, my, I, my eyes, I cannot tell the difference in the frame rates. Mm. I have tried switching games back and forth over and over again to tell. I cannot tell the difference in 60, so I always go resolution. On PS5. Yeah, this game you absolutely should, because I switched back and forth, and I was like, oh yes, it is smoother, things do move faster, but this game loves particle effects. No matter where you are, 
you know, outside, inside, mountains, forest, underwater, it doesn't matter. There's particles everywhere. There's always things floating around on the screen. And when you do the frame rate mode, I think it just makes the game look bad, to be honest with you. Like, it does mm. all that fidelity goes when it's like, there's just like fuzzy stuff on my screen now compared to like, oh man, these glistening, mm. you know, drops of snow and this pollen, and it just becomes like there's stuff everywhere. Um, so I would definitely say only play this game in resolution. It's still solid 30, so I think it still looks good. Uh, but yeah, that's the only way to play the game. But yeah, I think it's good. I think it looks beautiful. And people should check it out if you like open world games. And if you especially have a PS5, like, come on, what else are you going to play? Uh, it's the best thing on PS5 right now. Um, so now we're getting into our quote-unquote spoiler part. So where you can talk more freely. You know, if you haven't played it at all or if you're trying to stay away from stuff, you know, here's your warning now. We both said, hey, it's good. Check it out. Um, again, no crazy story stuff because we're not at the end of the game. I'm not going to spoil what happens at the end. But... So what the thing what I, what I asked you to put a pin in I don't remember anymore. Gameplay, getting your abilities back, starting out the game. Yes, here's what I will say, because um, you're in that part. It's called the Daunt, which is like the opening area of the game. I'm just I'm just clear of the Daunt. Just got off the, so the, for the second time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I will say. I do like that area because it, it kind of introduces you to everything. Oh, not everything, though. It introduces you to, like, hey, here's the world. In case you've never played it before. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, here's how to play Horizon. That's fine, but that opening area, I feel like it's a little long. I think it's, like, seven hours to get through, like, quote-unquote, the tutorial area. And I do feel, like, especially if you just played Horizon, it, like you said, it feels very much the same. But now I have to do it. Well, I mean, you don't have to. The way I played it, it was like, well, I got to do everything here. So I was like, all right, now I'm going to do the tutorial area for seven or eight hours. And you literally don't have any of the new equipment to that. You don't get that until you leave the Dawn. And then you start getting the equipment. So I'm like, oh, I'm literally playing Horizon Zero Dawn for eight hours before I get into what this game actually is. Which, interesting, again, if you never played it, if you just want to mess around or whatever... But it's like, I can see why people are like, oh yeah, this game's too big because I'm just doing a tutorial for seven. Like People have always complained about like the tutorials too much. I can see their point on this one. I'm just, just throwing it out there. Yeah. I don't know that I agree with that to the point that it's not like, I'm thinking of other games that have obnoxiously long tutorials and my brain immediately goes to Persona 5. Because mm-hmm. uh, that game... I think the thing that makes me feel like tutorials too long is when they're not giving you control. When it's just like you're you're forced to just read text boxes or whatever, and it's just describing every single thing to you, and you're you're in like some four hour long cutscene basically with like little bouts of interactivity between them. Like that's the part where it breaks for me. But Horizon, you like you said, you in seeing the map, go. I have to do everything here before I can do anything else. Like I must do every side quest before yeah. I can move on so but the fact that the game almost immediately opens you up and goes okay now here go go do quest and it's just instead of being an open world it's a it's a long skinny strip that then funnels into the open world once you you know get through the embassy part of it but um but you could go right to the embassy i mean it's like three quests that is Mm -hmm. a theoretical like hour and a half um of that intro sequence and then yeah, some somewhere around there probably. But that's and then not how you, you can just go right games. to it. Nobody plays open world games like that. Ah, some people do. I certainly didn't. Yeah, I did I the did. exact same thing you did. <laughs> my I was like, I was like, oh well, there's a question mark here. I have to go look at what that is first, and let's go explore this random mansion that's got a fucking uh, a a loose uh, whatever 
purple square on top of it. That's mm-hmm. that, that seems important. So yeah, so I mean, you're you're right about that, but I don't know if that's their fault to be like. Oh, they didn't. They they kept me trapped here for so long. It's like, mm-hmm. no, you chose to do that. Yeah. You could you could have just not done that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's like when uh, I used to manage a movie theater, and people would get there like thirty minutes before, and then complain that they sat through fifty minutes of trailers. And it's like, no, you didn't. You sat through thirty minutes of the unadvertised pre-show, and then you watched a then you watched a normal amount of trailers, yeah. and then the movie started. Like you chose to get here thirty minutes early, like you could have just got here on time or five minutes late, and then watched the normal amount of trailers and gone into the movie. Mm. So it's the thing is the same idea. Like if they give you a choice, I'm not going to lament them for that or, or or criticize it. I think. Yeah, but it does. But, uh, it does. I'm with you. It's like I chose to do that stuff, but it's once you actually get into the real open world, like oh, here's where the game really is. So again, yes, it is your own fault, but it's like oh, now this is where the game actually starts, which is a yeah, you know, take that or leave it. I don't think it's a huge deal, but I was like, oh yeah, now I actually have powers to do stuff, uh, and that's that's where I think it feels different. Like when it actually feels mm-hmm. like a sequel is when you leave the dawn. Yeah, and some of it they push you away from it because there's some side quests that are to be finished within the dawn, but they're like stop doing this until you go to the embassy. Like, it puts a big red thing over your side quest. And it's like, do not come back and investigate this. And you go, but it's inside the dawn. I see the question mark. And they go, we don't care. Dude, we're not going to let you finish the quest. Please go play the game and get into the open world and then come back if you want to later. Uh, so there's a little bit of that there. But yeah, I I, I had just gotten the, uh, the old parachute flyer. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, mine was just starting to get to where it was feeling a little different. Um, and I don't know how much they expand from there because I've, I've kept a pretty good, uh, avoidance on, Mm -hmm. on knowing what happens past anything. I don't have no idea what happens to the story. Unlike you, you crazy person. Um, that's what it is. (laughs) It's terrible. I will say that the, like the shield wing, which is what you use the glide or whatever, Mm -hmm. there are, Mm -hmm multiple new equipment items that are new to this game that make exploration and going around the world very cool and very fun. So I like that. All that stuff's cool. It's like, oh, look at this. The game even starts you with the little pole, pole caster. So you can grab stuff and pull mm-hmm. it down. It's like even that yep, yep, plays yep. into it. So I do like how the new equipment changes things up. So it's not just, you know. That was the thing with the first one. It's just like, right, I guess I'll just fast travel from here to here to here because running around is really not that fun. Um, in the first game, traversal is like fine, whatever. Um so, story though. Again, not going to get too much into it. I don't want to spoil it for you. Mm-hmm. There is a thing about the game. I also had this problem with the first game. Not a problem. I, it was a problem in the first game. In this game, it's not a problem, but it's still a thing that I'm not a super huge fan of, right? And you'll even notice it in the dawn in the beginning of the game. Is that mm-hmm. this game, the story, what's happening in the world, like the world is super cool. The whole like after Earth post-apocalypse robots you know, AI, whatever. All that stuff is super, were you, super cool. Were you going to say Pokemon there? No. Post-apocalyptic. <laughs> it sounded like you, you snuck into Pokemon there. I was like, bro, that's uh, a very Pikachu different game that I'd be, I'd be super into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, continue. No, continue. no, you're good. And all that stuff I do think is very cool with all the robots and such. Uh, my issue, it was way worse than the first one because the animations were so bad. But this game loves to talk at you. A lot. Where it's like... And it's not a huge deal at the very beginning of the game because, like, oh, it's a new game. I'm getting into it. But there's definitely a point where it's just like, hey, keep talking to these people. And there is so much dialogue 
and he just wants you to keep asking people questions to learn what's happening, mm. which isn't necessarily a bad thing, right? If you want to learn more about the world, that's cool. That's fine. But it is so much dialogue, and there's basically... You're just watching it because there's no choice. So I heard someone explain this. Like, Mass Effect, there's a ton of dialogue in Mass Effect, but you're making choices. You're actively, like, you know, affecting things that happen. And this game was kind of like, oh, yeah, you can choose things like Mass Effect, except for it literally doesn't matter. We're just talking to you. Oh, cool. Go to the next menu option. We're going to talk to you. Okay, cool. All right, you're done talking to this person. Leave. And there's, I think there's legitimately, you can count on your hand how many choices you have in the game on one hand. Um, so it's just like, I don't know, it's just, there's a lot, like there, there will come a point, Jake, where you have to talk to like three or four characters in a row and it's probably 20 minutes worth of cutscenes of you just talking to a person and it's like, mm-hmm. none of it really matters. And yeah, it's not, I'm not a fan of that. I do. I straight up, I did in the first game. I skip, I just skip X. I read the subtitles faster than they talk. Skip, skip, skip. But the positive is in the first game. It looked bad because you would just stand there and they just like slightly move left and right and talk to you. And this one, everyone is like super over animated and it's fun to watch because everyone's like all the performers are good. And they're just like, I, I said it uh, last week on the on the podcast, but they're like, they're like doing like a play. They're like super emoting with their entire body. I'm like, OK, at least it's fun to watch, but it is a lot of dialogue. Yeah, I've caught some of that so far. It's the same thing where it's like uh, you, you can just press the bo- the option on the bottom left and just move on with the scene but there's all the different lore options around it and i love i love lore background lore any that's that's part of why like kotor and mass effect are my favorite yeah so my favorite games of all time like pillars of eternity and you're right there's more of an engagement there because you're uh you're no you're you're paying attention because you know that you're going to have to say something mm-hmm. to respond to this and you want to be, you know, engaged in the conversation. Uh, whereas this one's just kind of, yeah, you getting uh, uh, dialogued at. Yeah. It's just kind of like, hey, I'd like to know more about the this tribe who, or this, this lady who just rolled up on robots and attacked me. Have you heard of her? And then it's like, all right, cool. Here's two and a half minutes on. Regala or whatever her name is. Regala. I can't remember at this point. Yeah. <clears throat> Did I get that right? Mm-hmm. Holy yep. shit. Regala. Angela Bassett. Didn't expect to pull that out. Oh, is that Angela Bassett? That's Angela Bassett, yep. That's fantastic. The only uh, voice actors that I've caught so far are... I know Ashley Birch was, is Aloy. Mm-hmm. And then uh, uh, Talison Jaffe is like a random... I saw that. Uh, I was like... I looked on IMDb. Yeah, I, he's not listed. I'm like, that's definitely him, though. <laughs> he He's listed. He's just so far down. Oh, I had okay. to go look for him and find him. But, hey, yeah, I talked to the, the the random guy, like, who gets caught, like, in his own electric the traps. First, the first hunting ground that you go to. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. This is Talos and Jaffe. I know it. <laughs> it just took me a minute. I scrolled for a while on IMDb to finally get there. It. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, it is it is in fact him. But I didn't rec- I don't know anybody else was in it. But that's dope. It's Angela Bassett. Um, There's a couple famous people in this game, actually. I mean, you would have... Would you have seen the other guy already? Mm. I mean, he's in the first game. Lance Reddick's in the first game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, that doesn't count. I already knew Lance Reddick was yeah. in Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't it? Silence. Yes, Silence. There is another very big name that is in the game. And they've already shown it enough in the trailer, but I'm not going to say it just in case. because I don't want to spoil it for you, Jake. But Do I know this? I you, think I... Can I just tell you? Because I, I, I looked on the IMDb. Yeah, who is it? Uh, What's in it? Carrie Ann Moss. Oh, okay, okay. From The Matrix. From, from The Matrix. Yes. 
Okay. She's also in the video. Yeah, I have no I have no attachment to her, so that's probably why it, it skipped right by my brain. Mm-hmm. I, I've I know her more from the Marvel Netflix shows than I do from The Matrix. So. Marion Moss is in the Marvel Netflix shows? Yeah, she's uh she's in Jessica Jones oh, and, okay. and uh Daredevil and Punisher, I think. She's the short haired lady that uh is the the lawyer. The lawyer who kind of ties a lot of the shows together. I she's only one watched of the few like a season characters. of one of those shows. I didn't watch all those Netflix mm. shows. So they're coming to Disney Plus soon, I think. I know, now, right. Now's your chance to be better. I'll check them out. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, story. I, I can't again. Uh, the story just got to that part where where uh, the embassy's been overrun and ambushed, and all these people die. I don't understand. Again, I'm I have very little to analyze, so I'm microanalyzing. But uh, whenever I that scene happens, it's like okay, cool. There's all these like tribes people who are known to be like incredible warriors. And there's the the Karja guards who are supposed to be like incredibly strong warriors, and they've got this whole military force. Like they have a fort, like it's right there. Yeah. Like they have a lot of. And then Aloy is like a full on badass, and is like uh, already at this point is talked about like she is the sa- the savior of Meridian, and everyone mm-hmm. knows who she is. She's a legendary fighter and hero. And y'all just get fucking mollywopped in that scene and it feels like the one time I, I felt like I was getting railroaded a little bit where I was like there's the the fort's right there they can't just like they're not gonna just walk out like yep. just send a bunch of troops like they're getting attacked Aloy literally no one's watches gonna come out. people die she doesn't yeah. do anything oh yeah no 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 She's like, oh. no one's doing anything for a long time yeah and I was like alright this is getting a little obnoxious like how long it's taking mm. For me, for it to finally let me have control over the scene, like how long? And, and I don't care about watching the cutscene itself was cool. Like if I removed myself from the situation and I was like, I just want to watch this cutscene. It's dope. Like there's good stuff happening there, but it's like, but her character at no point is the kind of person who's just like, hmm. I think I'll, I think I'll step back and assess the situation <laughs> while these eight people are getting slaughtered on the one side of me, and the other people are getting slaughtered on the other side, and. Hmm. I guess I'll just sit here with Varl. It's like that's not her Ooh, whole time has been to. like Yeah, her whole time she's like, sorry guys, I can't I can't stick around and be friends with you after we just saved the city. I have a mission and it's the most important I must move forward at all times. I must take action at all times. And now she's like, I think I'd like to watch. I think I'd like to watch what's happening. Mm-hmm. So that was that was the part that bummed me out a little bit. Just I was like, God, come on. Like I yeah. I try not to be that person. Who like does that too much with movies and stuff? Like where there's like, well, the Transformers. How come there's they can breathe oxygen, but not? I fucking I don't care. Yeah, I don't. I'm never the person that cares about that. So whenever scenes get me, it's like, oh, this is. Other people probably saw this way more than I did. I've heard that (laughs) exact scene you're talking about multiple times. People were like, hey, this is a weird thing in the game. Um, Yeah. Yes, and it's just because we need this Regala to look like a badass and these tribes to look incredibly strong. And we're distancing ourselves from the Karja because we're going west anyway, so it's not like we're going to come across them, so we need to establish these new people. But they just, I don't know, there's probably a million better ways they could have done it, and I'm not a writer, so fuck me, I don't know. I don't know how to tell them to do it, but, um, but that's just the one part that felt... That felt odd in the story so far. The rest of it, I super dug. Uh, 
I like Varl kind of tagging along to be like the tutorial, because mm-hmm. like because it's it would be weird if Aloy was alone and just narrating to herself like, oh here's how I climb things, and I should she's like hey let me teach Varl and in by proxy like teach the audience. Mm-hmm. I always enjoy kind of watching how games and movies like do like a. Uh, like Harry Potter is the best example, right? Because they, it, the same way you're introducing us to the world of magic, you take this kid who has no idea what any of this shit is, so it doesn't feel weird when people are explaining obvious things to him, hmm. because they're they really need to explain it to us, but they're just explaining it to Harry, and he's the avatar for us as the audience. So I like when games do that in creative ways, and I liked that part just for the beginning, the whole Varl sequence, mm-hmm. but um. But yeah, that's about as much of the stories I've gotten. I like if if story includes character stuff. Is that is that our breakdown? Yeah, there's a stuff. Like we're we're kind of talking about both at the same time, so it's fine. Okay, I like a lot of the characters I've come across already, mm-hmm. uh, and it's it's mostly just been like side characters. But games with cool side characters are my cup of tea for sure. Mm-hmm. So like every time I introduce me to a new character that I feel like I'm going to come back across, or like any cool merchant or something like that. I'm super into it, and this game has a wildly fantastic diverse cast that I have. I can't remember a game that has that has been this diverse in a good way in a long time. Like in playing other games recently, there is a whole lot of like, ah, yes, the game is white, and here is the black character who's the black character in the game, and here's the Asian character, and everyone else is are is neutral. Or like, and this one is like, I, I, there is not the black character or the Asian character or the any character. Like they are, the game is like every single person you talk to is uh, is is varied mm-hmm. and is I think has not been weird or like stereotyped in any way. I mean, you can tell me. I, I trust your opinion more, but like mm-hmm. that's just one thing I've noticed is like. This is fucking good, good shit, Horizon. Yeah, there's only one issue with uh, that mm-hmm. kind of inclusion stuff. <laughs> it's more of a meme than anything. There's a guy who's Asian cousin O'Brien, which is fucking hilarious. There's definitely Asian Conan O'Brien. <laughs> God, I died. He's, a- so he's absolutely Asian Conan O'Brien. <laughs> Otherwise, but no, they get it right. I mean, like they get skin tones and like lip tones and all that stuff right on the black people. It's, it's really good. Um, it's still weird that they're all Native American tribes, but. That's not a problem. I guess the world's restarting, so makes sense, I suppose. I think they all are, though. I think well, that's the Nora more the first. Are. That's more the first game than this one. Yeah, yeah the yeah. Nora are, but even like the the Osiram are like like at the point of like the Iron Age, like yeah. forging type people, mm-hmm. and have seemed like more more like uh, like going for like Norse, like Northern European vibes. Yeah, just of all their stuff about like forging and hammers and anvils and stuff seems like. Seems very different, and the car just seemed all seem almost like they like the vibes are like Middle Eastern maybe, mm. but but the, there's people of all sorts of different you know colors and skin tones and yeah. everything within that like their aesthetic maybe, but um, yeah, that's one thing that I have seen is that people who are natives were like, okay, cool, we're like we're doing this again. We're doing the we're doing the Braves thing again. Braves in the North. Like, Here we are. Yeah, great. Here we are again. So I mean, I, you know, I trust those people's opinions. If if there's lots of people who are natives who are who see it a certain kind of way, you know, obviously that means more than this face. Um, but uh, 
but I've seen that in in few and far between. I think, and I don't think I've seen anything that seemed obvious or bad to me. But again, I I probably would be the last person to notice it yeah. compared to people who, you know, live that life. Yeah, it seems pretty good to me. But I will. I got one thing before we I do a transition. Right, mm -hmm. there's a thing again. We're talking about again all this. We we said at the beginning. You should get the game. It's very good. My one last little criticism thing. It has to do with story and characters. You know, mm -hmm. we're talking about it feels like there are other games that do this conversation, you know, relationship telling story thing better. Maybe there's another part of this game that feels very much like Mass Effect. Maybe it feels very much like, I don't know, the Normandy. Uh, but it also just feels like you're only talking to the doctor lady. That's uh, Dr. Chikawa or whatever her name is. Chikawas. Yes. Because it's like, oh, I have a, maybe you have a base. Maybe you have all your friends there. And then maybe they actually don't say anything interesting. Mm. That's another part. <laughs> so she, she was your uninteresting character that you never bothered to go talk to? I mean, to? you talk to her once, but then like you come back after another mission, she don't have nothing new to say. You know? Oh, that's right. That's right. She kind of, you give her the bottle of brandy at one point, and yeah. she's like, all right, We're I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's the thing. We're like, I love the world, and I love the story, and the them rebuilding the world, and the robot dinosaurs, and all that, but... It's a lot of talking at you. Well, whatever. It is what it is. That's a small gripe in a, in a pretty good game. But going into that gameplay, because this is where it is, um, I will kill a robot dinosaur all day, every day. I love killing these robots. It is such a good time. I think that is like the 10 out of 10. Like They nailed it. Like Doing stealth, um, archery. Me the melee is actually fun now. You actually have combos and stuff instead of just tapping the same button over and over again. Mm -hmm. um, killing dinosaurs is great. Dinosaurs. Robots. Is machines. Yeah, machines. The machines. It's so fun. I think that is absolutely the best part of the game, without a doubt, is, you know, laying traps. However you want to kill the machines, I think that is the number one thing that this game does very well. Yeah, there looks like there is incredible variety. Like, in the skill menu and stuff, and however you want to play it. Like if you want to, like, focus on doing the overriding and treat it almost like you've got, like, a summon system where you just fucking turn turn the chargers on each other or uh or if you want to like stealth through as much of it as possible or i'm i'm doing a melee build so i just kind of walk in and go all right which one of you machines wants to get lit up first <laughs> i just start swinging away mm. and yeah the melee feels much much better like the amount of things you can do already in this game and again i'm like i said i'm very early and there's already a lot more that i feel like i can do compared to last game um and I dig it a lot. I've got a ton of weapons already. I think I've got like 11 weapons, and I can only equip six of them. So mm. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I just started? Like, good for you. We're going to have a lot to do in this thing. Um, but yeah, I taking down the machines is real fun. It is, it does, I mean, it's again, it's it's the same concept as the last one. It's taking that little bit of like puzzly elements of figuring out where to take them down and where the sweet spot is, and then just, uh, and then the physical ability to then do it to like hit them and, and do things the way you're supposed to do them. And that shit is excellent. Um, it wasn't the last game. It isn't this game, but I think, I think there's lots of small improvements that are just better. Yeah. Um, my one gameplay gripe, and I don't know if it felt like this on the first one. And I just, I don't remember it that well, this specific part of it that well, but I feel like the climbing feels r not intuitive or great. A lot of people like a lot have of the, talked the, about the climbing. I okay. always just click the uh, the little focus, not the focus focus, but like the ping. 
So I just always know it's like, oh, follow the yellow lines. But oh no, I, yeah, I've been doing that too. Yeah, I haven't even... had a problem, but a lot, a lot. You're not the, a lot of people do not mm -hmm. like the climbing in the game. I think it's what it doesn't bother me, but I also didn't play the first one enough to remember mm -hmm. how good or bad the climbing was. So I'm like, it's fine, I suppose. Um, yeah, but... I have no, I have no recollection of what it was like in the first one, which means it was like. probably good if I don't remember. If it, yeah. like, you know, that's not a part that's like, oh man, climbing stuff. <laughs> Isn't that great? That's that's for that's for real Assassin's Creed one shit like mm -hmm. that was fucking thirteen years ago, uh, no longer than that. Fourteen, fifteen years ago, holy hell! Um, wow, it was it was a while ago. Uh, so yeah, so that's not the part that stands out. That's the part that's the part of the gameplay I honestly care about the least. So like, it's not it's not a deal breaker or anything. It, and I I do the pings too, so I just follow the lines and it's fine. Mm -hmm. But just sometimes, yeah, it just doesn't and it doesn't feel the most intuitive. It doesn't feel. Like sometimes where you're moving and it just, I don't know if it like always takes like one or two inputs too many. So at any point you have to go back down. I feel like it's like, Oh yeah. Jesus Christ, this well, is not responding the way I want right. it to at all. Yeah. yeah. Um, but again, not, not near enough to keep me from playing it. And, uh, not near enough to keep me from climbing every single thing that I see that's climbable. Mm -hmm. Um, cause I will do that forever. So go, was that a tall thing you got there? Well, Jumping I guess this is where I'm going. Yeah. I guess this is where I'm going. <laughs> Um, but I, don't, I, but they've got the, uh, the little rope pull thing too, to help you out. And I don't yeah. think that was in the first game. Uh, the Batman, the Batman, the grapple rope hook. yourself up. Yeah, yeah. The grapple hook. Yeah. So that helps with a lot of those sections. It's just like, now that you can just grapple up, just ignore the climbing bits. Mm -hmm. Um, that's the only gameplay part I've taken even slight issue with. And the, again, slight is the key word there. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the act of fighting machines is real fun. Doing skill trees fun. I've got great skill tree. Two of great the skill trees filled out all the way already. Um, Jesus Christ! Well, all the all the ones that I want. The only thing are is you that, are you playing back and forth or are you focusing hard on one? Um, I do. So the ones I max out are melee and archery, or mm -hmm. whatever that skill tree is. So I do archery to get yeah. the pieces off that I want, and then I'll just go in and melee after I get what I want out of the the whatever. Mm -hmm. Or if it's super big, like I'm not gonna. Like try to f punch a, a bellow back, but I, mean, I guess I could. Yeah, but <laughs> the bristleback? No, the, the bellow back or bellow. The big, the ones with the giant tank. They were in the first game, like the big. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes, them. yes. I forgot what they're called. Yeah, um, you're right. I haven't gotten that far in in two yet to remember the names. So I'm only remembering the names of the one I've come across. Yeah, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of machines I still haven't seen yet, and I'm pretty decent amount of way into it. Um, so yeah, I'm with you. I think gameplay is very solid. A lot. I think it's that is an improvement on the first game. Um, climbing's fine, and not being able to have multiple traps until you upgrade that tree, I don't think is great either. Because you used to be able to put down like three or four traps, now it's like you got one out. Sorry, um, you can do uh, you can do two right off the jump, two. can't you? you? Used to be able to do the ropes, the uh, the rope ones. Yeah, I used to just do a ton of those, but now it's like real finicky and. But again, yeah. it also has a skill tree, so I'm sure if you. I guess they want you to level them up first, yeah. 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 Which is there's fun. a whole trap. There's a whole trap tree. Yeah. So they probably need they probably just need to fill it out with some extra stuff. I'm kind of spreading mine out, so like I've got some in the stealth tree, some in the survival tree for like extra health, and then I've got a lot in melee, and then and some in archery. There hasn't been enough in the archery tree that's like, oh man, I gotta have that. That seems like it'll help me right away. It's like all right, that's a cool like maybe helpful thing down the road, but yeah. I'll I'll come back to it. Yeah. But uh. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. And they don't, even though it's a lot, there's seven skill trees, right? Five. Seven? Yeah. Five. Melee, uh, traps, archery, stealth, 
Machine over survival and survival. And survival so six. And is there one more? Mm, I think it's six. Machine override. I know is the one on the far right. But anyways, yes, it's five to seven. Yeah, <laughs> so it's either I know it's at least six. It's either yeah. six or seven. But yeah. it doesn't feel you get so many skill points that it doesn't feel super overwhelming. Mm. Like you get some when you level up. You get some when you finish quests. I like you that you get more than quests. That's you great. get more than one when you finish some quests. So it's like. Especially when you get past like the first section of each tree and everything stops being one point and starts being like two and three points, you're like, Jesus Christ, I'm never gonna mess. But then you finish a quest and it's like, hey, here's three, and the quest leveled you up, so there's an extra, so you got four right away. Yeah. You went from zero to four just for one one quest finishing. And I was like, okay, this is dope. I feel like I'm gonna get as much as I want out of this, maybe all of it, or maybe I should completely ignore like the machining tree. That's what I'm doing so far. Completely ignoring it. I don't have a single point in machine <clears throat> no, tree. I do not, not care. One. <laughs> not one. <laughs> All right, so we're going to move on to our last part of the game. I think we've covered basically everything that we need to cover. Um, so these are reader write-ins. I ask people, like, hey, you played Horizon? What do you think about it? This is from uh, Revex Shadows, which is John over at Pixel Street. Uh, he says, I'm pretty, uh, excuse me, let me learn how to read English. I'm still pretty early in the game, but I'm a little disappointed it hasn't evolved to the point I was hoping. That being said, it's still really good, but was traversing the world was better again yeah moving um i think that stuff does get better as you go through the game but it, it's the same thing where it's like yeah man early on it's like it's good but it's like i wish this was different but then eventually it's like oh there's a lot of stuff different but again you wonder if he's in the same place i'm in yeah we're once we he all gets do out the exact the same dump. thing we're like we spent seven hours in the dump because like well we have to <laughs> we have to do everything i can't leave any of these little icons slightly gray must be must be completely filled out I know there's a power very late on, which makes traversal meaningless, which I haven't got to that point, but that'll be cool whenever I get there. Uh, or <laughs> makes it, like, not a not, trivial, excuse me, not meaningless, trivial. Uh, oh, okay. And Rattlehead73x on Twitter says, Good game. I enjoyed it. Doesn't bring anything new to the genre. Could have been an Ubisoft game, and I wouldn't have noticed a difference. I'd score it 85 out of 100. Kind of agree with that. I think 85, I, I mean, it's basically what the Metacritic is. It's, it feels right. It's like, this is a good game. It's not oh my god, I've never seen a better open-world game in my life. But I'm like, it is a very good open-world game. So I, I feel like that score's uh, pretty consistent. And I feel like, yeah, Ubisoft, like, this feels like one of the better Assassin's Creed games would be, like, a similar amount of enjoyment. So I don't completely disagree with this. Um, it, we'll, we'll see how it... Because I, I, I have completely fallen out of open-world games. Mm -hmm. uh, it used to be, like, my thing, just because it was, like, you know, when you're young and on a limited budget and have all the time in the world... It's like, oh man, I can do so much. I could play Skyrim for the rest of my life if I wanted to. Still and Bethesda, Bethesda have, has capitalized on that <laughs> for sure. Uh, so that was like perfect for me at, at points. But now I'm like, bro, I got a job. Like, I got games I've bought and that are still in the plastic. So like, you know, not enough to play is not the problem. So anytime I start an open world game and I'm like, all right, this looks fucking huge and not enjoyable like i don't need this uh i did not have that problem with the first horizon i definitely didn't do everything i did not collect every little random flower or whatever it was on the map but like i did a lot of the stuff and it was excellent so if this one does the same to me then then that'll tell me how you know by the end of it how quality of an open world game it is there's so many times where I'm playing, like when I when I played uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, right? 
And I played it, and I started, and I was like, this is cool so far. I like the stuff on these boats. I like the way this melee is. And then I finished the whole little first section, and then it's like, all right, now here's what the whole map looks like. Do that oh, wow. same thing 36 times. And I was like, shut the fuck up, and I turned it off. I was like, never, never going to do that. I'm dude, turning this off right now. 100% Odyssey. Fucking love that game. So <laughs> God, you're a madman. You're an absolute <laughs> madman. I was like, bro, I can't do it. But then turn around, and I play Ghost of Tsushima, and I'm like... This is a really big open world. And I was like, and I'm going to do every fucking thing on this map because it is an excellent game. Mm. Um, and it is actively fun to play and even just run around and be on a horse and look at how pretty it is. And I played that shit on a PS4. Yeah. I've been meaning to play just the PS5 version just to see, just to watch like the opening scene where you where you gallop across the flowers. But I'm hoping Horizon will reach that level and will want me to keep playing it. Um, instead of me going back to playing the Final Fantasy VI Pixel Remaster because it's excellent and it's the best Final Fantasy game. Side topic. Sorry, continue. <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, that's what we have for readers, so that'll be the end of the podcast. I'll just say real quick, uh, thanks for listening. Thank you, Jake, for joining me. For those of you already on patreon.com slash fire, you're getting this video early. If you want to spend a dollar a month, you get these reviews early. You can vote on our uh, Barf Games Backlog Accomplishment with Respawn and Friends. Review an old game every month, and uh, it's just a dollar if you want to do that, but if for not, everybody else, it'll probably go live, I think I'm doing it on Sunday. Everyone listen to this on Sunday, have a good time, talk about Horizon. Uh, wow. Jake, hmm? only a dollar a month, that's an incredible deal, Adam. I'm on the Patreon, and I'm on the show, so there we how go. Much of, how much of a cut of that do I get for this? I will send you the 38 cents that I make from it. I got you, my guy. No problem. (laughs) But yeah, Responding Fire, thank you guys for listening. Uh, Jake, just real quick, as we're getting out of here, go ahead and give your plugs again. Oh, yeah. Uh, My personal Twitter is at TheBirdMan53, but that's not interesting or good. If you you really want to contribute to things that I, like, care about and, like, I'm trying to push for more activity on and and stuff, uh, find us at MisfitRolls. that's our D&D campaign's Twitter page. That's pretty much our name on everything. We've got a Facebook page. We're on Twitch. We've got a YouTube. Just put a new video up uh, today if you're watching this on the Wednesday that we recorded it on. Just put something new up on YouTube. We just streamed last night. Uh, season 2 just started. So we'll be live every Tuesday on Twitch TV at uh, Twitch TV slash Misfit Rolls at 9 p.m. Uh, and then YouTube videos go up on Wednesdays, and then it hits podcast feeds on Sundays. So whichever way you like to consume content, consume it. Yes. We're gonna we'll feed you baby birds. Nim 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 nim, right in your mouth, right in your little beaks. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Chew it up, spit it out for you. How, do you want? Do you like video? Great. Do you, oh, do you hate video? Do you, do you don't want to look at anything? Audio, we got it. Right in your mouth. All right. Thank you, Jake. Mm. Thank you, everyone. Have a good one. Happy hunting in the Forbidden West. And we out.